0: This is my journey from Epilepsy Tasmania. Real stories from people with lived experience of epilepsy and the experts trying to make their lives better. Um,
1: My name's Derek, I've been at work today. I finished at three o'clock today. I started at six this morning.
0: Derek has done the same job for decades and he loves it. He's the kind of guy who likes fly fishing and target shooting and excels at everything that he does. Finding out he was affected by epilepsy has forced him to make some massive changes.
1: I got epilepsy when I was 60. It was more to do, I think it was more to do with pressure and stuff like that, that I was under at that time. So I wasn't sure what it was. My father was in hospital with uh, cancer of the esophagus. And uh, i never forget the first time I had a seizure, um, I drove to see him. And I went to get out of the car and my hands wouldn't let go of the steering wheel. I was just shaking and I thought, oh, what's going on here? And I kind of settled myself down after a few minutes, or a few it seemed like a few minutes, and, and then I got myself right and went up and see my father and didn't think any more about it. And then over a period of a, probably I reckon a month, I had a couple more seizures, but they were different sort of seizures than that. So um, my seizures is where I'd be talking to you now and then all of a sudden I'd stop talking and i go all blank in the face and not know what I was
2: doing. So i
1: just blank out altogether.
2: So you're, you're completely conscious when you're having a seizure? No, I'm
1: unconscious. I'm unconscious, but I, I don't remember a thing when okay. I have a seizure. And the seizure only lasts... Uh, Probably 30 seconds at the most. Sometimes they last a little bit longer, but that's about it. But the worst part about it, when I was really sick with them, I was having seven or eight seizures a day. And I'd be talking to you and all of a sudden I'd go off and, you know, in space and not know what I was doing. And then I'd come back. My wife was very very worried about me and sent me to the doctor. And the doctor said, oh, I think you might have epilepsy. So they went through all the rigmarole and asked if I had any epilepsy in my family, and I said, no, there's nothing in there that I know of, and he gave me another doctor, and the doctor was a specialist, a neurologist, and he said, I think you've got epilepsy, I want you to go to Melbourne, so I said, all right. so you're not allowed to drive, and you're not not allowed to go to work, so you've got to stop at home, and that lasted for, um, I've only
2: just got my licence back on Monday, so... So that was fifteen or oh, over fifteen months ago. So other than not being able to drive, how's it affected your life?
1: Well, it didn't give me the freedom that I want because I was a very active person. I've never had a sick day. I've been working where I am now for nearly fifteen years and I haven't had a sick day at all. Never had a day off. So that was lucky in some ways because they I had sick leave. So I was getting paid while I was been diagnosed and find out what's going. In the end, I end up going to Melbourne, um, to the Royal Melbourne Hospital, and they put me into the hospital for five days and um, I seen another neurologist over there and they said I definitely had epilepsy. And then they got me on a treatment and, of course, it takes a little while for you to um for them to build their strength up to the right dosage. So I was still having an odd a few seizures per month and my wife was recording them. And then I got to the stage I think it was in May that I stopped having seizures. And so the medication's working? Medication not had a seizure in nine months now. So so everything's back on track. But I found that my concentration span is not great, like I had a photographic memory and now I can't remember what i done, you know, two hours ago, half the time, so. I know what I used to be able to do, but now I I tend not to try and do those sort of things because um, because of the epilepsy I don't want to push myself too hard. I was a Australian representative in fly fishing, so I've been away... Australian team to the Commonwealth Life Championships in England. Um, I gave up that because I didn't want to fall out of the boat while I was fishing, so. Um, I used to also do target shooting, of course, and with epilepsy seizures you wouldn't want to have a rifle in hand if you had a seizure, so of course I had to give that away pretty quick. I was always full on. What I've kind of, I've had to think to myself, well, I can do all these things still, but then do I really want to push
2: myself that hard and, and go back to having seizures again? So no, I said no. So, did, did you have trouble with the stigma of it, of, of, of realising that you this was something that affected you? <sighs> no, because my mother had a brain tumour
1: and it was on the front lobe of the, of the left side of the front temple lobe and that's where my epilepsy comes from. And when I had the first MRI scan, they didn't pick it up. And in... So that's why I went to Melbourne, they had an MRI scan over there, and they picked up what was going on. There was a shadow on the front lobe of my left temple, so... I was worried it was a brain tumour, of course, because my mother died of it. And when I found, found out it was epilepsy, I was, you know, I wasn't pleased, but uh, I was more happy at that side of it, that. At least I didn't have brain tumour and had to go through all the rigmaroles that my mother had. It's been a quite a long, not a long journey, two years, I suppose. But it's just knowing what I could have could do, and now I don't do it because um, I don't want to push my body as hard as what I used to. So,
2: is there something that you think most people should know about epilepsy that they don't?
1: People think it's a scary thing where they. People lay on the floor and shake and do all that, but there's all different types of epilepsy and the one I've got is where you, you don't do that sort of thing. You just flick the switch and your memory's gone. You, you don't know what you know, you can't remember a thing. So my wife says to me that... Um, tells me stories about things that I used to do and she said, I said to her the other day, cos I've got a really good garden, I said, geez, those strawberries are going well this year. And she said, yeah, they want to. She said, I said, "Why? Well, what do you mean? She said, you went to school, back to school and learnt about how to grow them properly and got all the stuff. I said, I can't remember a thing. And that I can't remember a thing about that. And a couple of times, like, we've been to Melbourne, back and forth to Melbourne, and a couple of times she said to me, oh, do you remember going over and having uh, pizza while we were waiting to go and see the doctor? She said, no don't remember that. So it, it's, it's those sort of things that worry me a little bit because
2: you think your memory's going, of course, and yeah. When, so if somebody notices somebody having a seizure and they realise that's what's happening, mm-hmm. how can you help someone?
1: If it's I've, – I've had friends who had the seizures where they lay on the floor and all you do is put them on the side and try and keep them calm as much as you can till they come out of the seizure. Um, with a seizure that I've had, a couple of times I've been boiling the kettle. With that sort of thing, of course you take the hot food away from hot, hot water away from them, and so they don't get burnt. And and if you know they got a, they have epilepsy, like I've got good friends, and I still go out fishing and stuff like that, but I won't go out by myself. I'm very careful what I do. So
2: with purple month coming up what do you hope that the larger population learns about epilepsy because you know from my person personal point of view i've come from knowing very little about it to learning quite a lot over the yeah, last couple of weeks
1: yeah i can understand that and i think um with with that it's not it's not as scary as what a lot of people think because i didn't know a lot about it before i started getting seizures i and i've learned a real lot about it and
2: and uh, It's not as scary on that side as what people think.
0: My Journey's been released for Purple Month, which is March. It's a worldwide grassroots campaign aimed at getting people talking about epilepsy. And we hope that by doing this, we'll reduce the stigma and help those affected live full and happy lives. To find out more, or if you want to find out more about epilepsy or how you could help somebody who's affected, go to epilepsytasmania.org.au. My journey is an Icon Media production for Epilepsy Tasmania. It's produced, directed, and edited by Sam Icon. Sound design is done by Nicholas Store. The music is from Breakmaster Cylinder and Chelsea McGough. Special thanks to Derek.